Good morning, good morning. It is another day. Now, um, listen, I want to talk about a few things on this day. Um, I was going over the last podcast. We're kind of talking about a little bit about the Tasha K. Cardi B thing. And it's really kind of, I don't know if I'm going to close it out, but I'm just going to talk about it basically for uh, right now. So basically, I was thinking of doing a little bit of thinking on it last night. I listened to a couple other pods, you know, and they had some pretty interesting uh, takes on it. And it, and it basically was either you were either for uh, Tasha K or you were for Cardi B. So, excuse me. Oh, um, my take is that Tasha K might actually be smarter than people think. Tasha K, in my opinion, used Cardi B. And the reason why I'm saying this is because she used Cardi B as advertisement. So when I say that, I mean, really, okay, say, let's put it in this analogy, say you're a rap artist, right? And back, you know, up until probably recently, even now a little bit, uh, rap artists, musical artists in general, their whole thing is to get a record deal. When it's pretty much been exposed all over the internet and everything, and we're everywhere else in this new day and time, that record deals aren't necessarily the thing for you as an artist. Because they're nothing but what? A recuperable bank loan with someone else managing uh, your loan. So it's basically like they're giving you a loan, but they're still managing you. So usually when you get a loan, they, they give you the loan. And they're like, oh, here's a loan. Pay us back. And do what you're going to do. House, whatever, car, whatever. So, in my opinion, it's like Tasha K had two choices. She could have took down the content. So, Cardi B said, um, take down the content and we can, you know, cease and desist. Saying what you're saying. And... It'll be cool. Whatever. We'll just squash it. Don't fuck don't talk about me no more. And and that would have been it. But in my opinion, I believe her and her whoever she her team is had an idea. And the idea is this. Hey, we can take it to trial. Put it on the put it through black media. 
the bloggers, the black blogosphere, YouTubers, black, black will pick this up. And if you do a, what's called a, a actuarial data analysis on the whole thing, the number of African Americans, the number tuning in online, I don't have that data in front of me. If she were to go to a, a company, a marketing company, and said, I want to put money in to be the number one blogger on the internet, the number one YouTuber on the internet black, whatever, whatever section she's going for, demographic. I believe she sat down with her team and was like, if we can run this all the way to its conclusion, even if we get a judgment, look at it in terms of business, business gets sued all the time, it will cost between one and four million dollars for the amount of publicity she got in terms of marketing. So, really, if she's trending, if you, if you, you know, if, if you do trending, she got more than $4 million worth of trend because now she's a household name. People didn't even know who she was. Now, no. Millions upon millions. So say four million four million people know who Tasha K is. I'm I'm gonna say that more than four million people know who Tasha K is at this point. Because you got all Cardi's fans, and now you got all these people on the internet, and you got older people, younger people talking about this if you put a dollar amount it say there's four million that's a dollar a person marketing but in terms of marketing if we can get say 16 to 20 million or even more than that say it's like 50 oh here's your man it's like 10 to 15 cents. Uh oh, let me. What up? Black man, what's good? What's good? I, okay. Alright. So, I was sitting there talking on the recorder. So, listen to this. Alright. Um. I thought about the, the Cardi and Tasha thing last night, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing to think about, but in terms of, like, uh, YouTube and uh, advertising and... Okay, I'm going to break it down real quick. So, in my, I came to the conclusion that Tasha K used Cardi B. Now, Cardi B thinks she had a victory in court. But if you, re- if you really look at it, look at it for what it is, say Tasha K went to a marketing firm and said, hey, 
I want to be the number one most recognized black YouTuber in America for three weeks or a month. It would cost her about $4 million. Because if you look at the imprint she's getting online, let's just jump off a ledge and say 60 million people are exposed to her name. We're talking about 5, 10, 15 cents, up to 25 cents per person. So basically, it's, it's like, okay, yeah, so Cardi B sues me and she got $4 million, right? If you go to a record company and say, I want to be a star, what are they going to do? They're going to say, I'm going to sign you to a deal and I'm going to give you a million dollars. But the million dollars is recuperable through sales. And at, you got to pay your advertising. You got to, you, that's recuperable. Uh, your units, press are recuperable. Every, your marketing's recuperable. So Tasha probably sat down and was like, hey, if I take this thing, if I refuse to take it and start a, fi uh, a fight with Cardi and make it public, I'll, I'll get the recognition because she's the number one female rapper in the world. Bro, there's no question that happened, bro. There, there's no question that, that that happened. This is how come it's all like, man, I understand the whole thing with Cardi B as far as the last show and our perspective on that. But this is this was all cooked up as we would say, like, you know whether it, if it worked out good for Tasha K, that's what she wanted. If yeah. it worked out bad for her, that's what she brought on herself. Yeah. But the thing is with that one thing I understand about people like that, media people and people who get paid like Natasha K pretty much wants to get paid to be herself, right? Yeah. No, Tasha. That's pretty much what she that, wanted. That and she wants to be famous. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. She wants to be famous, but she wants it but because like look, okay, most people who are rich or well off, yeah, you might be yourself while you get paid, but people ain't paying you to be yourself, bro. Yeah. People are paying you because you do this certain job. Like yeah. with her, she's like, okay, well, I'm Tasha K. I gossip. I make shit up about people. Pay me for that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let me, who can I make up something about where it's going to be so explosive? It's going to be so provocative. Oh, let me say this. And, yeah. you know, hey, She's literally. It worked she, out the way she wanted to. Think yeah. about this, bro. She's a little bit. Listen, listen real how quick. How many of these shows have me and you done? How many of these shows have we done, oh, bro? I, I don't know. About find the 30. one. Find them. Listen. Find the one where we talked about Tasha K. Find that one. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing now. See, Tasha, see, it was genius what she did. Yeah. Because 
anytime, anytime you want to get get on somebody's radar, all you got to do kind of is lie on them, bro. Yeah. Like, think about if somebody lied on you at work, bro, you're going to be on their coffee. Yeah. And it could be, it could be uh, like the silliest lie ever, but don't lie on me. So just imagine if somebody really played with your name, yeah. you know, the but, way, the well, way that's going on with that situation. Well, Cardi B is known to be ultra sensitive about <laughs> what people say about her. And I'm not going to well, like, I'm not going to be like, uh, what do you call that stereotype? But, you know, Latina, she ain't, she ain't with that, all that shit. Right. You know, I know, trust me, from personal experience in my family. So, so I can say that type of shit. But listen, like, man, because look at it, bro. Like, so Tasha K is a, is a, a dark-skinned sister, not mm-hmm. all, not super all that fine or attractive. So basically, is she going to go to a record company or a entertainment company? They're going to be like, uh, we're good. Because you don't look like Megan Good, you don't look like, and, and you don't got that type of type of drop dead talent. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Usually, a a, a dark skinned chick doing whatever, man, she's so talented. You can't even really disregard, yeah, the talent. Like, you might want to play her because she's dark. That's fine, but that talent speaks for itself. And I don't really know if she got that going for herself. Yeah, but she's definitely fine-tuning it. Because, look, so Car- so if you go to a company, a record company, say you're an artist, you want to be a singer, a rapper, you go to a record company, they're going to give you that million, they're going to want it back. So she basically forced Cardi B into a entertainment deal, and Carly- Cardi B don't even realize it. Because she's basically, yeah, I took your fans and made them, gave them my name. So now all they're, they're not talking about Cardi's latest single. All they're talking about is Tasha K for the last two, what, two months. Oh, uh, yeah, bro, Tasha, yeah, Tasha K is, she's, you know, she, she done took off, bro. Like, yeah, she util- she's high. Yeah, she utilized. Tasha K is high. Yeah, and Cardi B is corporate. And see the corporation, look, people online have been lying and saying crazy stuff forever. They say Jay-Z is a devil worshiper. <laughs> they say Beyonce is fucks with Baphomet. They say all they say all kind of shit, dude. So the big corporations are losing their, their market share on the uh black Blackest Spear and entertainment in general, like they're that's that's their baby. They put money in the Cardi to make her famous. Okay, now Star said something real interesting. He said something very interesting. Star in the morning. I'm gonna give him credit for that. He said, and I know this through being in court, right? So. Now that there's been a judgment, right? And she files an appeal. See the see everyone's talking about how Tasha K's lawyer bumbled the case, openly bumbled the case. 
I believe they went in there to bumble the case, right? On purpose in order to trigger a the trigger trigger the uh, uh what do you call it? The trigger it. So when they go back in the court, see this is where Cardi is gonna have a problem. Because when when that comes back up, right? The uh-huh. the appeal now they can put her in deposition like they did Bill Cosby. Right? right? And when they bring her to deposition, they can, and you can't lie in a deposition, bro. If you get caught lying, you're fucked. Right. Right? So yeah. all they got to do is say, hey, Cardi, have you uh, ever paid uh a DJ to play your record, which is a, a federal crime. She's admitted it on video already. But never, nothing never was done about it. It's called payola. Your ass will get the feds kicking in your door for that shit. If you go to the DJs and say, hey, pay my record, don't pay nobody else's shit. Okay, for two... They're going to say, hey, Cardi, did you drug and rob and have transsexuals rape men ever in your life? She, she already said she did it. Right. She going to have to let Tasha go, bro. See what we'll I'm saying? But, but you, but you, but you, you gotta understand. See, that's how they got Bill Cosby. They said, "Hey, man, in the deposition, you ever gave ladies pills and shit?" He says it. He's already missed, so he can't lie. Yeah, I did it. They're gonna be at Cardi. So yeah, so so once they do that, they'll take that deposition like they did Bill and turn it over to prosecutors. And then they got the two, and they go, hey, Cardi, have you ever assaulted people, black women? She got a case right now where she assaulted a chick in 2018. Oh, you're over Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. The damage done. Hey, Cardi, have you ever turned, have you ever been a prostitute? Uh, because they can go line up. All these people, yes, yeah, I've paid her for sex before. Cause she said it. So basically, the corporation is gonna have to make a decision. They're gonna be like, "Are we gonna continue?" And then Tasha K, all she gotta really do is be like, "You know, I'm a sister. She's in our community." Uh. Hey, Cardi, have you ever said that you weren't black? Hey, Cardi, but why are you representing black people uh, to Joe Biden? Hey, Cardi, Mm -hmm. have you ever said you're in an interracial relationship, so why would you say you're black? Right. She's running around saying she's a black woman for the last two years, but hey, Cardi, have you ever called black women roaches? 
Right, right. See what I'm saying? In deposition. So really, in my mind, it's like, dude, Cardi, you better leave this broad alone. Because you gave her $4 million worth of uh, notoriety. You basically made her the new Wendy Williams. There's a vacuum. You, Wendy Williams is doing this shit for years, but there was no... It was on the radio, so it's like, the you know, you can't necessarily... You know what I'm saying? It's different. Now it's because it stands on the server and it can be replayed. That's how she can claim damages. But when Wendy was been doing this shit for years... Tasha is in position to be the next Wendy Williams. If she's not already, oh, this company. Oh yeah, she. Oh, that's all lined up, bro. That's all lined up. That that's for certain because look at what's going on. Like, ain't no happenstance on this. Look at the timing. Look, the name you just said. What's going on in her life right now, homie? Exactly. Where's she at? What's she doing? Exactly. So, in essence, in my mind, and what I, she's made. Not only herself famous, she's made like Nick at Night, all these people doing content on Tasha K, man. She's uplifted the blackest fear. See what I'm saying? And she, and long as she supplies this content, the blackest fear is not going to really turn on Thank you. Black media and black word of mouth. And that's that's really the uh, base of Cardi's uh, uh, support. And offset. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she opened herself up. People looking at it in a different light than I'm looking at it. But I'm like, bro, I was sitting up last night and I was like, man, she got four. She So Cardi goes after Tasha K. That's basically like a record company recouping. And it's a course of business. Hey, I'm going to recoup my 3.8. Yeah, but I'm still, and I can drag this out some more when you do it and get another 500000 in in advertising. Another million, if we go to appeals court, two million. And meanwhile, I'm famous. I can go to do the talk show circuit. I can go sit on Wendy Williams' couch now. I can go see Jason Lee. I'm a person they want to talk to now. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to say? Hey, I sued her, and what she said wasn't cool, and la, la, la. You, that's why you going to have... But look, Broad, you're up in our community. You're in a black community pushing trash-ass music, though, bro. You're like, wop. You know, hyper... Everybody... Huh? Everybody gets to sell black people things that won't get us anywhere. Right, right. Let me give you an example. Who is the god of any ethnicity that sells black people dwellings for businesses? Like, there's a person they specialize in getting black people uh, warehouses, kiosks, you know, anything, corner store, anything like that. Now, yeah. what about people who sell chains? I sell jewelry. Yeah. Get that. And so, you know, what about a motherfucker? I sell luxury cars. Yeah. Where, where, where's the person that who I help 
rappers or athletes reestablish their academic standing. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what they pay me for. These dudes literally pay me to get them re-enrolled in school or, you know, anything like that to figure out uh, what the best uh, angle is for them to, to deal with education or, and, like, who, who is that person? Yeah. Because I definitely know I can look up on YouTube right now and find out the age dude who supplied all the drugs for New York City, yeah. right? And he'll get up there with his gazelles on, talking and dressed like a nigga. You know, everybody everybody gets to exploit the fuck out of black people, bro. Yeah, and you know that, what? That, that, I watched those, a lot of those videos lately. I've been watching them. The jury videos, like people like, uh, like Gunna, who's, you know, supposed to be this fashion dude, but all he's doing is wearing, uh, wearing other people, white people's brands. Advertising. I mean, Balenciaga, Prada, uh, Gucci, uh, uh, what is it? Ditta, uh, uh, Cartier. Like, if you look at, like, Cartier, uh, I wear Every rapper and their mama's wearing that. You know, I, you know, I, man. And look, like I said, Cardi, what is Cardi doing? She's in our community selling us our own stuff. She had a kid, you know, linked up with her brother. And so, which, and then they say, oh, they're basically black. Okay, and that's cool and everything. You have your opinion on it. And maybe she is, uh, you know, Dominican or whatever. But the thing of it is, what she said in the past don't jive with what she's saying now. So Tasha has an angle with black women. Just like uh, Joe Biden, what are they saying? He's going to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. Divide and conquer. First it's Maya Angelou on the coin. It, no, first it was uh, Harriet Tubman on the 20. That ain't never happened. But anyway, all this symbolic shit, right? No tangibles. You know, and symbolism goes both ways. The symbol that we're getting is you want to be petty. Because people said stuff about Cardi and Tasha K ain't the only one. You know, and matter of fact, a lot of white outlets ran that shit, too, and she didn't even touch them, and she didn't sue YouTube either, like I said. <coughs> so, basically, that's where we are as people, in a sense, because what else I wanted to, uh, talking about the Joe Biden, talking about he's going to put a sister, uh, on the Supreme Court, and it was like a lit, and it's like, so we're just so Clarence Thomas is on the Supreme Court. What has that done for us? Nothing, right? But they don't want to talk about this check, this reparations, they don't want to talk about restoring. This motherfucker don't even bear half, half we want to talk about student loans. 
Talking about he put some couple Billy in there. He running around throwing around money at all these people. You know, when he got in the office, but he giving us symbolic shit. So her being a, a black a black woman on the Supreme Court is gonna give me how much money? They ain't gonna put no yeah, they ain't gonna put nobody on there that want reparations. That's for damn sure. Nah, man. I mean, you know, even the conversation about reparations. What's funny? That's a conversation that's just designed to go left, right, like. What I notice is when you have a conversation about reparations, right? Nine times out of ten, whoever you're dealing with, their whole goal is to tell you reparations isn't just money, right? Yeah. Because it's a conversation to treat somebody like they fucking stupid. Yeah. Here's what I mean by treating somebody like they stupid. When they say cut the check. Now, it'll be somebody who's more accomplished than you from uh, a professional standpoint. They're more educated, all this shit. But the person talking to you is telling you, well, reparations ain't just money. Okay, so when you ask them, well, what, what do you want the reparations to be? Everything they talked about is going to take money. Yeah. But... They wouldn't concede to you that when you said cut the check, you meant infrastructure. You 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 meant education. You meant resources. You meant production. You meant manufacturing. Right? Because motherfucker like the 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 reparations conversation is just the most interesting conversation ever. Right? Because yeah. like with me, if we talking about it and you say to me, reparations isn't just money. I'm going to just shut down on the conversation because I know I'm dealing with somebody who thinks I'm stupid. Yeah. You don't got to tell me. You're dumb for me to know that's what you think of me. Why would you tell me reparations is more than money? Don't reparations, that means like repairs, right? Yeah. But have you ever heard of repairs that don't take money, bro? Yeah, exactly. If you repair anything, you probably going to have to pay for the repairs. Oh, I'm going to do it myself. Okay, but did you have to pay for the... If you change the tire yourself, how'd you get the tire? Oh, I bought it. Oh, okay. See, and that's what I'm talking about is that nanny state, you know, the roots of progress, you know, the progressives and the Democrats, the roots of progressivism is racist because they're like, hey, we don't mind you guys get an opportunity, but we want to make sure we are managing these opportunities. Yeah, man, of course. We're you managing gotta, it. Uh, we gotta, the basis we of gotta, labor we unions. We got to be over you, Negroes, man. We yeah. can't let you... Well, that's the basis of... We can't of, let you motherfuckers move too freely, bro. Yeah, that's wow, the basis. We got to be monitored, bro. That's the basis of labor unions, really, because black people was out there, skilled worker laboring... Uh, beating everybody out on contracts because, you know, after everything, we got, you know, uh, freed and everything, supposedly. We were skilled. We are like uh, kind of what a lot of people prefer Mexicans doing right now, and we were undercutting the market. So the whites were starting to get angry, and so they said, we're going to have unions and stuff, so we're going to be able to manage all this shit. 
We're gonna you're gonna work through us, and we're gonna pick who goes. In Man, the- one thing we know: anything headed by white people in the manner of that that was to benefit them and supposed to squeeze everybody else out. You know, American history is always not gonna tell it the way it really went. America, yeah. you know, they don't like to admit and own up to racist shit unless it's something they just want to own up to. Yeah. yeah. Right? But we all know, bro, the labor unions, unions, that shit was built off racism. Yeah. We know that. And, 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 and anybody who don't know, that's because you ignoring it. Yeah. That's all that is. It ain't that you don't know. It's all like, oh, you, man, bro, you know how this goes, bro. Yeah, because look at this. This is a crazy story right here. Uh, I was just looking at this. Actress A.W.K. Wafina. You hear about this shit? Well, they gave a, they nominated an Asian for NAACP Image Award. Yep, I heard about that. The actress who's been caught out for misappropriating black culture. I just wanted to slide that in. That's some crazy. That's crazy. Image Wait, award for her voiceover is, is Sisu at Dis- Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. That's Man, bro. They wanted look, bro. You probably don't even remember this guy. There was this Asian actor. He acts black, mm-hmm. right? Like he acts black, like as far as his real personality and real life. Mm-hmm. What was the dude's name that was married to Gina? He was in Above the Rim. He was playing. He was the Hooper. Let me see. Remember the movie Above the Rim? Yeah. Let me see. With Tupac. Yeah. All right, bro, what's the name of the dude up in there that was playing who? And Tupac's brother was dating dude's mom. Let me see. You know what I'm talking about? I'm looking it up. I'm trying to... He was married, he was married to Tisha Campbell. In a butter rim? Yeah, but he was married to Tisha Campbell in real life. Oh, okay, let me see. Let me see. Tisha Campbell. Let's see. Dwayne, Dwayne Martin? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, the Dwayne yeah. Martin. And so, the Dwayne Martin dude, bro, he was in this movie with this Asian dude. And so, the Asian dude moves to the hood. He got to deal with whatever goes on with being an agent and, you know, put pulling up with the black people, but they tried to like make it like a critical performance. Like I remember, like, it, you know, the shit was coming on BET though. Okay. And they was really trying to like blow this dude up yeah. over this wall. So the whole thing of trying to ingratiate us to them. Faking the funk. Especially, huh? Faking the funk. What was it called? It's called Faking the Funk. Faking the Funk. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, bro. The Chinese Baby Boy. is That's like Irish Jam, too. Uh, a Chinese Baby Boy is adopted by a black couple in ATL. 17 years later, he moves in with his mom and bro to a black L.A. hood. 
Yeah, faking the funk. Yeah, and they were calling dude China Man and all this little stuff. And it was just funny because I'm just like, man, what's up, bro? Yeah. I'm all like, man, we did not be talking like that. Yeah. Calling people China Man. And I'm just like, bro, just, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what, that's what they do, what they pushing. Yeah. So. Like I said on the last pod, bro, it's funny, though, how they got all the, like, you know, all them hoe tappers up there making up all that metaphysical shit fucking around going to get sued, too. They keep playing, because I was listening to this dude on Joe Rogan, right, and the dude was talking about search engines, and he was talking about how Google manipulates search engines and how it sways people's perceptions and thoughts, and it and it also uh, sways elections. And they've been busted, gaming it, and fucking with people. And what's the dumb look it up? I listened to it last night. And if you guys get a chance, it's kind of awkward because they kind of get off to a slow, oh, where is it at? Slow start. But dude breaks down a whole lot of shit. His name is Dr. Where is it at? See, they be doing this funny stuff. It's, uh, not Valentine, no. Oh, Dr. Robert Epstein, episode 1768. It's the one before the Jordan, mm-hmm. Peter, Jordan Peterson. So, yeah, it pretty interesting shit. I might, no, I will put a clip on the end of the show, but you guys, it's on Spotify. Check that shit. It's some crazy stuff. And then it had me, got me to thinking. It's like, why don't black people, like, as a, like, okay, first level, have our own political party that we can get the reparations. Number two, inundate the courts with lawsuits in regards to this because we're basically inactive. Number three, use that political voting box to wrestle some control and concessions from these two parties or they won't get no votes whoever can offer us something will give y'all some votes but see it's like all this stuff is a distraction they want to distract people from what like this one lady she even asked Joe Biden um in a press conference, let's see if I can pull it up. But she asked, uh, let's see, hip hop, where is that? Oh, there it is. Is that it? Um, she asked him in a press conference, and dude was like stuttering and all kind of shit. And so it's like, bro, this, these guys, these guys ain't got nothing for us. And you know, it'll be more, really even more interesting. I might even think about doing this. I've thought about it in the past. Like, I'm probably, Politibro's probably one of the first podcasts and or small platforms who've, who've put out a media, uh, a media app. I've had, a, I've had an app on Google Play and uh, Apple for at least 11 years. And 
Matter of fact, I need to go check it. Anyway, and I'm thinking, really, in order to get in this game, man, and to really get this traction, and, like, instead of, like, running everything through YouTube and trying to clout chase on YouTube, it's like, man, why don't we just have our own search engine? Why we got to go to Google, Google's invading our privacy, ain't doing nothing but mining our data so they can manipulate us. And I feel like as black people, as like a monolith, we got all these businesses that you can't find unless you're in that city or you got, it's kind of like uh, that green book that my mom used to have to use in the South. That's where we're at. We got to ask each other, go, but it's like, dude, we should just have our own search engines, political party. We have those three. And even our own sort of religion, like, we will be in a good position. Like, where we can, like, shoot each When you go in that search engine, you're pulling us up. You know? Yeah. We're using crawlers, and you're pulling our shit up. You're pulling our media up. You're pulling our stuff up that we own. But see, they ain't gonna allow that. They'll sit that motherfucker on top of Android and sit on top of Apple. See what I'm saying? I mean, you know what? I should work on the code for that. But you know, I wanted to uh just get with you a touch base. I gotta run into this building. Um, okay. But I'll holler at you, man. And uh it's for the listeners. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google, as far as the pod. But we're in, you know, it's independent, but that's you know we distribute through them channels, and still we control the content. So I'll talk to you later, man. All right, my guy. Okay, man. Peace. Peace. Politico.com. Yeah.